Hey there, this is Heidi Swap, and you are listening to the second special edition of Light the Fight with um, from and and we're I'm remote. I feel like one of those remote TV reporters because um, I'm here with Michelle Kelsch, who is the owner, founder, operator at Movara Fitness Resort, which is where I have been. Um, and so this, in fact, is the second edition. So if you haven't listened to the first edition, you might have to go back so that you're not feeling lost. Um, but we, uh, I mean, Michelle, I cannot believe that I sat here two weeks ago. It's actually been 12 days because mm-hmm. 12, 12 days um, ago, scared as heck, like, what have I gotten myself into? What am I thinking? And now I'm almost done. We don't want you to go home. I know, and I, I can't. I can't be trusted. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this, the reality of, okay, I, you know, and it does. It goes by fast, and guests always think, okay, this is going to be so hard and so long, and now it's then, and then their reality of like, okay, what am I going to do when I go home? So I'm excited to hear your thoughts about <laughs> the reality of going home. Right, that's, so I was nervous when I got here about the reality of coming. Mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> but the reality of going home has kind of been that looming mm-hmm. thing. So anyway, just to kind of catch you up and recap, um, when I realized, uh, you know, over my journey, particularly since Corey, since losing Corey, but I don't know if there's also a little midlife crisis <laughs> kind of shoved in here where um, you kind of realize that you're not, 20. you're not 20 anymore and you have business responsibilities and family responsibilities and you're tired. Yeah. And what is your drug of choice? <laughs> really? Because that's what it comes down to. And um, so I felt in the last year, I have just been feeling crappy. And um, the lowest energy and making really bad choices and knowing that I was. And, um, and to take it one step further, I was seeing my choices mirrored in my kids, mm-hmm. particularly my two youngest kids who, um, who are watching mm-hmm. and doing everything that I do. They're with me a lot. And so um, we've been living this cycle of a lot of fast food, not planning behind the ball and then tired. And, um, and probably I can say this because I just came out of an emotional eating mm-hmm. class probably a lot of decisions that were really rooted in emotions. So I made the decision um, that I wanted to make a change. And in order to make that change, I wanted, like, I'm kind of the type that needs like a, a booster because um, that getting over the first hump of trying to make a change it's hard. is hard. And um, so that's really why I came here knowing that um, this wasn't going to solve all my problems for the rest of my life, but it was, it was kind of going to get me over a hump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so Michelle, I'm going to let you just kind of explain just a brief synopsis of what happens here um, to just give that 
those listening just a little bit of perspective of what I've just done. <laughs> sure. Yeah, it definitely is. We call ourselves a resort and it really is more of an experience. And like Heidi mentioned, a lot of our guests say they need a jump start. They need a push. They need a kickstart, whatever. Um, whether it's to go back to something they used to have or something they've never had a healthy lifestyle um, and so really that's what people get. Um, two things, and I, I don't know that I mentioned this earlier in our last podcast, but that our guests experience, and I'm, I'm sure Heidi can vouch for these two things, but guests always every week say, wow, I can do more than I thought I could do. Yep. I will vouch for that. It's just a sure. realization that we, we forget. And we also have these beliefs, limiting beliefs of what we're capable of, and we prove those wrong here, which is really a cool a cool thing. You just get that confidence of like, oh, I'm not going to die, and I'm going to have energy, and my body works. Mm-hmm. Even though I'm not 20, I can still move. So that I love that, um, as well as a food reset. Um, not only do you get rid of, you know, just the maybe the sugar or the caffeine or... Um, I think just the, the unhealthy eating patterns that we get into really easily, this just resets you of like a normal breakfast, lunch, dinner balance. And when we say the word normal, we don't need the, we don't mean the normal American diet because normal really has just become normal, you know, pick this up on the way out the door, drive through fast food on the way home and Maybe warm up a pre-made meal right. when you and, get yeah, home. Yeah, normal was the wrong so, word, but just more of a balanced. Yeah, balanced, healthy, balanced, and healthy. Uh, you know, but it is you know normal can be so many different things, um, it, and it's we've been known as like a compassionate boot camp. It's a total a recharge a reset. But every guest always it's not. Of course, it's definitely physical, but it's an emotional, it's um, a spiritual, it's a connection with, I I loved how you used the word, I feel like I'm, Mm -hmm. I feel again. And um, so it can, of course, it's a physical change and you had your way out this morning and every week our guests see phenomenal physical results. But I would say every guest always just goes home feeling emotionally stronger and excited and I think that hope that sometimes is lost because I it can be a very frustrating process um where we lose all hope and it's just like survival we are living in a survival mentality and um it's not a a, not a good place a healthy place to be so it's a total experience um it's a the one week guests come on Sunday and they leave on Sundays and uh, there's also a really cool, I don't, you know, you may speak to um, group aspect that, you know, guests yeah, really don't expect mm-hmm. where you meet people from all over who are struggling on with a lot of the same things that you help each other through. So, I mean, different countries. Yeah. Different, different all, cities all over. Yeah, it's all fascinating. All sorts of backgrounds, different area and times and seasons of their life and different yeah, even goals. So, but it, but everybody has the common goal of just wanting to be better, which is awesome. So it's challenging in every aspect, um, but so awesome. And you're, you, to me, I used to, before opening this, 
um, with my background. And I was like, this is a dream vacation. Somebody's <laughs> cooking healthy food for you and you get to be active all day long. Like sign me up. Yeah. Uh, so you wake up at five 30. Um, well, I woke up at five forty-five. Yeah, the hike leaves at six thirty. <laughs> we, we hike every morning and there's different levels choices mm-hmm. of, uh, and, um, I went from just absolutely huffing and puffing and <laughs> not knowing if I was going to make it to wanting to be at the very front of the pack yeah. and climbing on all the things. And, um, it, it was really an yeah, awesome. You made, you made today look easy. You did great. Those, those hikes yeah. are, were really amazing. Um, and then we would have like come back. There's maybe a lecture and a class before lunch. Well, you come back, you get breakfast. And frankly, I don't know, Michelle, I'm I'm not sure how I'm going to live without the muffin. I know. You're going to have because to Because that muffin, oh my gosh, there's all these different food choices. And breakfast is the time when you kind of like, you get to choose. And I look forward to breakfast. It, mm-hmm. It's so delicious. And I, and I just need to, I want to create that in my life. Anyway, yeah. okay, so that was sidetracked. But <laughs> so... Breakfast, then there's a lecture, a class, then we hit up lunch, which includes a salad bar, a soup, and then an a meal, an entree that, frankly, is delicious, so delicious. And then after lunch, we'll have another little lecture area, and then we go immediately into like three back-to-back yeah. to back. Yeah. You're hitting cardio, strength training, and flexibility in the afternoon. And then ending up which I didn't realize how important this was in the first mm-hmm. week. Um, you could have at this, there's different schedules, but um, there was a pool class or a stretch class. And I thought, Oh, I want to go get in the pool. And then I've realized the rest of the week that if I didn't stretch, I wasn't walking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so um, then it stretched. Then you have dinner and then you're done for the rest of the night. So when we say that there's really like legit all day activity. Yeah, six to six, basically. There's no downtime and um, just short little breaks for changing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you have to change your clothes, mm-hmm. your shoes, you, you know, Use don't go up to your room. Don't, <laughs> don't lay down. Lay down. Um, anyway, so that just kind of gives you a little bit of perspective, but as I, as I sit here and we talk and, and Michelle and I've chatted a lot and I've had such amazing conversations with all the guests that have been here at at different times. Um, and there's like a million things going through my head, like, gosh, what, what could I even come here and talk about? What of the million, the one of the million things that I could talk about, but an interesting phenomenon happened and because this is like the fight and because my message and, and since David's here, I'll just say what I hope, which he doesn't like me to say that I hope because he's, because he just wants me to just do it and not hope for it. But like the fight is really a resource for parents and how to connect better with with your child and how to influence your child in the way that you want to go and the way you want them to go or the way that you know they would optimize their life. And um, sometimes when that comes in the form of lectures or it comes in the form of, of punishments that it doesn't go very well. And so anyway, having said that, 
there's a couple topics and, and I'm just going to kind of throw them out there and then we'll, we'll talk to them a little bit. The first one um, being something that really struck me was, and, and we talk about this a lot in our podcast about modeling that we have to go first. Somebody has to go first. And it was very interesting what happened in my family this two week that I've been gone. So I want to talk about mm-hmm. how modeling me modeling this behavior has affected my family. The second thing that I want to talk about, and you touched on it a little bit really quick, which is just that I could feel myself. Mm-hmm. The, and when I felt connected with my mind and my body and my spirit, I felt more energized. I felt more confident in myself. And so I want to kind of talk about those two different um, things that have really been completely different than the number of inches and the number of pounds that I've lost this Mm -hmm. week. And so um, anyway, so Michelle, I know, and we talked about this a little bit in the in the last podcast, the first of the first of the week. Um, Michelle has a bunch of kids, and um, when when you first started this whole thing, mm-hmm. I think you told me you're 22, right? Yeah, our oldest. We had a 10 month old. Our old, our first was 10 months old, <laughs> and so. You know, tell me, tell us just a little bit in your, and then I'll kind of share my story, but tell me a little bit about how your business and your lifestyle has affected your kids. Are they rebelling against your healthy lifestyle? So this is, yeah, and this has definitely been an important thing for me because I, and having girls as well as boys, um, but I just really, in fact, I one of my first um, aerobics jobs was teaching at an anorexic facility. And I just remember, and I had friends that struggled and I knew it was, I knew it was an issue. And so I thought, well, gosh, I don't want my daughters to struggle with body image and I don't want, and again, um, like you rebel or feel like they're four. So I was, I was all pretty sensitive and I wanted to make this something. And I grew up with my mom, um, being a really great example and got, I mean, I, I can blame my mom for all of this. She got in me, got me into exercise and obviously thank my mom, but, um, and I'm extremely grateful for that. And I never once felt like it was my mom never, I don't, I never heard her talk about her weight. I never heard her say, oh, I, I'm so fat or I can't eat this or I can't eat that. It was just, we did it because we were healthy. And I, that's the approach I have taken is to teach and to try and model um, exercise being a positive relationship with exercise and with nutrition. Nutrition and food can be such a sensitive topic for just parents and then and then their children you know all of the set snacks that are fed and you can become really anal and say you you know restrictive and and then yes kids can rebel um and so i've taken the approach of number one just trying to model 
um, a healthy relationship with food and not totally restrict. I mean, I grew up with, um, we didn't have sugar cereals. We had cracked, cracked wheat cereal for breakfast and homemade wheat bread. And we never had boxed cookies or cakes or, um, things in the house, but it was also a financial thing as well. Um, but I never thought, I never felt restricted because my mom also made treats and we were never told we couldn't have things, but my mom showed us, Mm -hmm. she showed us how to eat healthy and she exercised and we exercised with her anyway. Did your mom seem happy? Did you think she was a happy person? Very. Yeah. I never, I never, like I said, she never said she was wanting to lose weight. You know, she was never, she did it because I knew it was just the healthy thing to do. You know, I really felt like she did it to be healthy. Um, so I've tried to really create that environment and I, I I don't, my kids, they'll joke and say, oh, mom tries to make things healthier and, um, um, but exercise, I've, I've kind of had the motto of a family that exercises together, stays together. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had lots of arguments as well right. <laughs> during our, and it's not as pretty or easy. It's hard. It's tough to wake kids up in the morning when they're sleeping and they don't feel like it. And, um, I don't feel like it either. Um, and to try and drag them, but it has been such a really, really cool experience, um, watching them do hard things and then show them. And I've really taken the, um, the opportunity to say like, okay, none of us feel good right now. We're all tired. We don't feel like doing this. And we've done little things along the way that have helped. Like our youngest kids will ride scooters or bikes or they'll switch off or, you know, we'll, we have a couple little routes that we do that we let them choose. Like, do you guys want to do our ponds home run today? Or do you guys want to go do stairs today? Or we give them choices and, and, you know, it's that, that sometimes can open up a can of worms as well. But I just love when we're done, how good they feel. And I'll never forget my, I think it was a year ago. My, one of my sons was about eight. I think he was eight at the time. And we didn't go one morning and he's like, Oh mom, I just feel so, I just feel so much better when we go. And I was like, Oh my gosh, wow. <laughs> it's coming from an eight year old. He's like, can we go running in the morning? And uh, you know, I was for a moment and, and it, I, they still, they still complain, but I was surprised. Know. I, I liked what you said, you know, and most of our listeners will probably know how I feel about photos, but you said that you've taken a photo before and you've taken a photo of, after. after like on the drive to our we'll drive somewhere so that we can just run home and it can be a one way um and they're all just miserable like ornery upset in the car and I'll take a picture of them <laughs> and then we'll take a picture after and they're happy and they feel good and I we point it out we just say you know god doesn't it feel so good to be done and during it's tough too we go they've got side aches they've got knee aches they've you know it's hard for them but they're also cheering each other on um, and, and they can relate with each other. It's a really cool bonding experience. We try and make it fun by some mornings. We'll go get a a smoothie after we'll make a smoothie when we get home or we'll jump right in the pool when we get back or try and make it, you know, as fun as, as you can possibly make it. But, and there's actually been stints of our, over the years where our kids would ride their bikes to school and we would run. So, um, Mm. to, to school, which was awesome. Uh, For us, it's about a mile and a half. 
there. So we get the mile and a half back and they only go the mile and a half on their bikes. So just encouraging them to be active. And I think is, and then also the food, I, I feel really, you know, it's important to teach them. It's not because we can't, we, in fact, anytime my kids, girls, especially have ever said, have made any type of a comment that's like something about weight. I just am like, no, it's, it's about feeling good. Like, and anytime they don't feel good, I like to point out, listen, are you eating, you know, the things that your body needs and notice how you feel when you don't Mm -hmm. eat good things like they can feel they, so it's about really just giving those the opportunity to make choices and learn. But it's it's scary, especially as an, you know, this is my job. I don't want them to resent it. And, right. and so I try, I mean, I do is I try to just set the example and, and hopefully they'll they'll enjoy taking care of their themselves and feeling good. Well, it was interesting because I was I was I was surprised a little bit by what happened um, while I've been here. So I've been mentally preparing to come here for about nine months. Mm-hmm. And um, and that included making some, you know, preparations. I, I mentioned that I had surgery. I started to try to eat a little bit healthier, get mm-hmm. some of that introduced into our family. But but I've been telling my kids I was going to come here and showing them pictures on the website, showing them pictures on the Instagram. I bought two new pairs of shoes about three months ago because I knew it was hiking. And, mm-hmm. and I thought, okay, well, I've got to break these shoes in. And so I bought, I bought the shoes and, and they were like, oh, you're going to take those to Mavar. And, and that, that was just like part of our conversations. They knew I was coming. And then when I finally decided to, when I was going to come – right in the middle was Labor Day, mm. a long holiday. And my husband was like, oh, great. So <laughs> what am I going to do with the kids over the holiday? Yeah. And um, my parents have a condo down here in St. George. And so I had said to him, well, what if you just came down for the weekend? It's a long weekend. And, um, and then you guys can, we can break up the weekend. And we can see each other and hang out a little. So I assumed that they would want to sit by the pool and go to movies and just do the same things that we usually do when we come to St. George. But on Saturday, Capri and Quincy, my daughters, showed up here, and it was actually after our last blast mm-hmm. workout. Mm-hmm. So, like, the day was over. Oh. I'd already hiked a long hike. I'd done the last blast workout, and Quincy mm-hmm. came, and she was like, well, I need to do a workout. Yeah. So... She was, she came, she packed, she only packed exercise because she was like, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to stay there and I'm going to do it. And, um, so we did a one hour long workout and then we went on one of the hikes that I had gone on that week. Mm-hmm. And, um, Connor who had been out on his motorcycle didn't want to miss on the hike. And mm-hmm. so we had to like finagle this meetup point and Connor joined us and we went, Eric is not a hiker, but we hiked and it was so much fun and I was so tired. Mm -hmm. I just was like, I cannot believe this is my second, however many mile hike of the day. Yeah. Crazy. And then we did have a rest day on Sunday and we, we had downtime and we were able to go to church and I did rest. And then Monday where I thought the girls would want to sit by the pool Mm -hmm. and 
I thought Connor would would want to go with Eric writing. Mm-hmm. Those kids were up at 545 wow. <laughs> to go on the hike. Yeah. And um, they ate breakfast with us, enjoyed the, mm-hmm. enjoyed the food the and that experience, mm-hmm. especially the muffin and the protein <laughs> shake. And, um, and then Connor was, had made friends by this point, made friends with every single mm-hmm. guest here <laughs> and Cute. basically was leading the hike mm-hmm. and talking. He loves to talk to every single person on the trail. And, um, and then they did kickboxing with mm-hmm. us and slayed it. And the whole time, like, I think the other guests were like, I don't know. I was really self-conscious. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh yeah. no, this is like for grownups. And here are these rowdy kids. And, but they, but my kids were so excited. Yeah. I didn't want to stop it. Yeah. Want to thwart them. And I had talked to Michelle and mm-hmm. um, she said that we could make this exception for them to join us. And, they were so yeah. excited to be part of it and to be part of this thing that I had been talking about. Mm-hmm. And every single night, my daughter, both my daughters have texted me and asked me how my day was. Mm-hmm. And um, Quincy especially has told me many times, Mom, I'm so proud of you mm-hmm. for doing this. And I think that it's meant the most to Quincy because she does live a very healthy lifestyle mm-hmm. and she would love it if I would stretch and love it if I would do some things knowing that I would feel better when I was done. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, as we've talked about modeling and we talk about the things that we can do and, and the kids, um, hear and see what we do way more than they yeah. pick up what, what we, we lecture say. them with. Right. Um, this was a really prime example. And to see them enjoying it so much. And and then what was awesome is afterwards, I think almost every one of the guests here was... Oh, they loved them. Was yeah. just... Tell them, tell them good job and... Had such a great time. Yeah, yeah, had such a great time seeing their energy and feeding off their energy and um, enjoying that dynamic. Um, and so that... That spoke to me as a reminder, as a huge blaring call to action. Like mm. there are there are some people that are waiting to see what you're gonna do. Yeah. They are waiting to see if you're gonna mm-hmm. make those choices. Well, and kids really just like structure they thrive off of and they it's like they our bodies are meant to feel good and move and they they actually really eventually love and appreciate it um I know it's not for everybody but I I certainly and for me with with the business um and if you know I I know some moms may just want to break from their kids and sometimes their exercises their their time and that's totally acceptable and I do think and I certainly I certainly think it's worth the effort um, and you, you'll, I promise you, you'll get kickback from, I mean, even my husband sometimes and my kids sometimes, I, I mean, always there's at least one of them that kicks back, but it's worth it. It's worth the fight. I, I love doing things active and 
I know it's kind of, maybe it's kind of weird. I know sometimes we're running down the sidewalk and there's eight of us and like, what the heck is is that? Is there a race going on that I'm not aware of? I mean, it's just our family. A parade. A parade, you know. But we do. We all will go together. And I, I just think it's such a great bonding experience that um, is so healthy and so positive and worth doing. And it doesn't have to be, it can be a mile. It can be, right. and it, you, again, they can ride bikes. We do something um, that works really well. We usually bring one less bike than we have kids. And, um, <laughs> and sometimes it's for every two kids, there's a bike or a scooter. And they're trained. They know um, how to, do, to drop it. So one of them will ride ahead and they know the route. So they'll ride ahead and they'll, they know, and we've even had to kind of say, because we've had times where they'll ride it way too long. And then um, we've kind of had to show them what an appropriate distance, maybe like a hundred yards or something, or I'll usually say, hey, just ride it to the top of that hill and then drop it. So then they'll drop the bike just off to the side. And then I, they know better. They don't sit there and wait. They get, they start walking get or running. They shot. get a little head start. start. Yes. And then that person behind is like, oh, okay, I see the bike. And they run up to the bike and then they we catch up to them it's kind of a little interval they go a little (laughs) they go a little further past us and then they drop it so it works out really really well and then we get our workout um and we can go three or four miles um and my kids last year my youngest um was in kindergarten and um and has it been two years yeah i don't know um she rode four to five miles with us every day on her bike before she'd go to kindergarten. That's so awesome. Yeah. And I mean, she fought it. And we had to make little charts of every day. You know, we'd do it for 30 days and then she got something. Um, and I think that's fine. I Not a tree. We went and picked out something from the store, like a little stuffed animal or it was different. We did it a couple times because she fought it, but, um, I just know planting those seeds when they're young and getting them those teaching them that they can do hard things is such a great thing. But again, as a family, I think if you can brave it or if you're brave enough to try it, it's definitely worth it. Well, you know, I, I, there's so many things, so many takeaways that I feel like I've, I've gotten one being that exercise doesn't have to feel like torture. Right. Um, that you don't have to push yourself to injury status in order to get health benefits of exercise. Um, you know, that you don't have to uh, deprive yourself of everything in order to have a healthy lifestyle. Um, and even just what it feels like to sleep when you're tired. Um, so there's a lot of, a lot of things, but the thing that I knew that I needed and that I came here seeking, I think has been really, uh, rejuvenating for me is this whole, like, I can actually, this, this kind of connection with me. Mm -hmm. And, um, I think the thing that I wonder is that, did you know you were creating that? experience or were you just trying to help people like lose a few pounds kind of happened by default no it wasn't on purpose 
I mean, it was, it was more of like, Hey, let's teach you how to move. And let's, um, it was started out with the, with the weight loss focus and didn't realize it was so much more than, than that. And it's been a really cool, a cool evolution to sit and watch my own personal journey. Um, you said last night, or you're telling me with your pregnancies, you gained like 12, 15 pounds. Yeah. And I, I gained 60 pounds six times and, and it was hard on my body. And I know exercise saved me. It saved my life. It saved me. I worked, I just, um, so much more than the weight loss, just emotionally and, and running a business, the exercise, I, we talked about this last time and we can't, really can't afford not to do it. Um, it can't be for the weight loss because if we're doing it for the weight loss, we're going to be frustrated. Well, I've always been jealous of people who say something like, I just am addicted to the feeling I get when I exercise because I'm like, man, why can't I get that it. addiction? No, no, I love the feeling that I have when I'm done. Yeah. That feels good. But man, yeah, I've never, I've had fun workouts sometimes like, kickboxing back in the days fun you know there's moments that are fun but yeah no it's to me it's so much more than and again I just it's if we're doing it to lose weight it becomes miserable right it we dread it it's not fun and what I to me that's you're setting an example to your kids of I exercise to lose weight and that's that's not right right that's not like and I think that, I think that for me this week, I, I and I didn't come here thinking in two weeks I was going to drop twenty five pounds or something like that. Um, I really came here because I wanted to prove to myself that I could mm-hmm. do this. I wanted to feel my legs again, yeah. working again. I wanted Some muscle. Yeah, I wanted that, and the clarity that I've felt in my mind and the, and I mean, I've kind of experienced this as I've started to do yoga is just opening up your chest and letting yourself breathe all the way. Mm -hmm. It must like just give extra oxygen to your brain. just makes you feel Feel better. better. And, and it seems so strange because I think that there's a lot of things we do to feel better in our real life. And a lot of things we tell each other, like, I'll be like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to go grab a Diet Coke. Yeah. Yeah. Or the prime thing that I'll do is when I feel sluggish, I just go and have like six cookies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then up comes my blood pressure, my mm, blood sugar. sugar. Yeah. And I have this, I have this energy and I've operated like that for so long. Mm. And the last few years, I've just felt like, Everything's so much harder and anxiety was so much more and brain fog, I think is a real thing when I just can't, Mm -hmm. what was I going to say? What did I come in here for? Mm -hmm. Um, And to kind of just have like all the things that I normally do to numb myself from feeling tired or from feeling upset or from feeling stressed, kind of having this time to feed my body good food that tastes good, Mm -hmm. that's enjoyable, 
and to go on these hikes and just feel so invigorated, like the stress has felt manageable. Absolutely. And so when I feel sluggish and, and totally out of energy, I absolutely know, or have a headache, I, to me, I know I need to get out and go out. I need to go walk because I know I'm going to feel better. I mean, we've talked, I've had a lot of conversations with people here and about anxiety mm -hmm. and depression yeah. and stress. Yeah. And it seems, and I think that we can all agree that the levels of anxiety all around us are just ever increasing. Mm -hmm. So everybody, whether it's teenagers and kids or adults, whether it's coming from your job or it's coming from whatever, wherever mm -hmm. that source is coming from, um, we, we want to numb it. Yeah. And we, there's lots and lots of solutions. And I think for our kids, like, Playing video games yeah. is a numb. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, there's a lot of substances, and I'm not even talking about illegal substances mm -hmm. or prescribed substances, but substances like a Snickers bar yeah, or candy, <laughs> talkies. Yeah, all those um, things numb. Um, boredom. They, they numb boredom. I mean, yeah. our kids don't know how to deal with some of these emotions, they're like, can I have your phone? I'm bored. Can I have your, yeah. like, the phone is a numbing device. And teaching them and giving them tools to be able to handle and giving them that, that tool of movement and exercise gives them a healthy coping mechanism. It can certainly be an unhealthy if, if and it can, if taken to the extreme, but. Um, well, and that's just right where I was going, Michelle, mm -hmm. because it, here Light the Fight, we really want to give people like actionable items, mm -hmm. things that you can try or you can implement or you can do rather than just talking about mm -hmm. stuff. And um, when Connor came here, I keep wanting to call it the ranch, but it's not. <laughs> it, when, he, when he came, um, he was so excited to hike mm -hmm. and he, he was pretty amped up. And... Um, in the beginning, he was kind of staying by me and and I was kind of hanging back, um, just being the being the mom and I didn't want Connor to disturb the other guests mm -hmm. and I was worried he was gonna go off the trail and he was gonna touch mm -hmm. a petroglyph or whatever, yeah, you know, like right, I was stressed about all these things, yeah. right? And um, the way we were hiking, I could see clear to the front of the group, which was probably like, I don't know, quarter mile spread, would you say, mm -hmm. when we kind of all yeah, spread, spread different people walking at different speeds. And I finally said to Connor, well, why don't you run up there mm -hmm. with um, Slade, oh, yeah. who was leading the group? And he was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm sure you can go up there. And he mm -hmm. just bolted. And he passed mm -hmm. everybody. And I guess there were some switchbacks. And instead of taking the switchbacks, he just shot up to mm -hmm. the front and and when he got up there, he was just a chatterbox and he was running back and forth and running back and going forward and climbing on the rocks. And, and he was just in seventh heaven. Mm -hmm. And he was making everybody laugh. And he has this very charming little personality and he loves people and he loves to talk to people. And, and he, there's, there's a guy here that is like this, 
you know, I guess he's a 58-year-old dental surgeon. And he's a big, tough, buff-looking guy. And I guess Connor ran past him and said, you're going to let an 11-year-old beat you up this hill? <laughs> you know, and this guy was yeah. like, yep, I am yeah. going to let you go. But but when Connor was gone um, at the end and all these people were like, oh, my gosh, he's so cute and he's so mm-hmm. fun and we wish he could come back. And, and in part of sharing my story, I was saying, you know, you wouldn't know that Connor struggles with depression and anxiety and um, extreme, some of these extreme issues that he deals with emotionally. You didn't see him mm-hmm. when he was out there on this hike connecting with strangers mm-hmm. and being free to run and play. And I realized this is a tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. movement is a tool is a tool yeah yeah absolutely it's a tool that is way underutilized that's free that is very effective and uh we it's really heavily underutilized and we we view it as a punishment Punishment. (laughs) and it's like wait where did that happen it's a gift if we have the ability to we, it's changing our attitude and our mindset about it and learning that, oh, wait, I actually, number one, have a body that can do. And if, you know, if it's not, if we can't do something, there's always something else we can do. It might be swimming. It might be biking. It might be right. whatever it is, yoga, walking. It doesn't and have to I've be running. And I've seen this here when you, when you have a guest, mm-hmm. Vachi, I don't know how old that guy is, mm-hmm. pr- pretty old guy and he's lost a ton of weight here and he has pretty limited things that he can do but he does that yeah and that's more than he was doing right and we have people who have injuries in their knees or their feet and Mm -hmm. so they're kayaking instead Mm -hmm. of hiking and Mm -hmm. benefiting yeah and so I love what you said the the quote on on our hike you said is now I'm not gonna be able to remember it whatever People will do what what it doesn't. If I sat there and said, "Hey, do this, do that, do that," the reality is we're gonna do what we're willing and capable to do, right? Right. We're gonna have success with what we want to do, right? right? With what we want to do. My fourth grade teacher, I must have asked, "Do we have to?" And she's like, "No, you don't have to. You get to." And it's switching our mentality of like, oh, I have to exercise and. I, because I, I have diabetes or if I have to lose weight and it's like, that's screwing us up. It's, this is a tool. Not only is it a tool, it's an opportunity as a parent to teach our kids some really, really valuable lessons and a bonding opportunity as a family to do. So whatever it is, whether, you know, and we're never like, we're not a big hiking family. And just recently, you're not a big hiking family. No, I know it's a secret. (laughs) Don't tell. Um, and it's, we have it right in our backyard. And just this last summer, there was two, and I, we haven't done a lot because our little ones just weren't as capable of, but. Well, look, last, cause the hikes are insane is why. <laughs> <laughs> this last summer we, as a family did too. I'm like, my kids have never been on this hike and it was, it was such a great experience. So whether it's hiking or biking or swimming, um, walking, like I said, it doesn't have to be. Um, anything extravagant. We're actually doing, we did a a 5k and this is obviously a really great um, 
option. And again, you're not, you've got to get your family's buy-in by getting them on board of telling them why. It's not because we should. It's not because um, we have to. Um, it's, but hey, guys, I think this would be a really great thing for our family. Uh, let's try it. And you kind of have to get everybody at least a little bit bought in um, instead of like, we're going to do this and you're going to follow me and you're going to happy you're going to like it. And well, and yeah, if you, it's if, not going to work. If the modeling that you're showing your kids is, ugh, I got to go to the gym. Yeah, exactly. Then that's not going to sound fun. No. And if, so, so again, that kind of goes back to how you can sell it. Yeah. And, and what you believe about yeah. it, I guess. Yeah. I was telling my kids the whole week I was here. What an amazing experience and sending them pictures and Marco Polo's all along mm-hmm. the way. And so they wanted a piece of that action. Yeah. And and I wasn't even trying to do that. So right. it was anyway, so I guess um and I just wanna really quick and yeah, interject go ahead, because please. we focus a little bit on the extra a lot on the exercise, which I'm a big fan of. The nutrition is a big one as well, as far as modeling. If we sit there and like, oh, I have to eat this or I can't eat that. And we we model these really poor relationships with food and that can be it can be destructive. We can we're creating these mindsets about healthy food and 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 food that, um, you know, just maybe, you know, not as healthy food Um we want to just be really careful with our relationship with food as well. And just teaching them that opening up. In fact, I made a stir fry yesterday and I told my girls, I'm like, I'm really proud of you for trying this and eating it. And, and it's, they were like, Oh wow. I'm, and it was a whole grain rice and they didn't have any, you know, they didn't know. And they, they didn't finish it. (laughs) They ate some of it. Um, But I did, I told them like, Hey, this is, it's great that you're trying it. And I think that they really were like, oh, really? Oh, cool. Well, and and I just really, I I, just based on how I feel, um, when there is a lot of stress in our lives, having good good food, fueling, and um, and 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 it is hard. It is hard, but it is worth it, and it will give. You know, if if we let the kids just eat the chips and the white bread that they want, mm-hmm. and and I'm talking about like, if if you saw what I give my kids just to get them off my back, yeah. Well, I'm not it, gonna, you know, yeah, say that I haven't, and that it's even you're not a bad person if you do. It's again, it's the relationship that you model. If if it's an obsession and it's like and if it's grudging like like oh I can't eat that or if you're showing them I to me I never want my girls or my kids to ever see me um, have that obsession with oh I can't eat that I I don't make a big deal out of it if mm-hmm. I'm not eating it they're just like oh mom's not having that no big deal right. like it's not they have no idea that I'm that I'm not having it for whatever reason. I just don't feel like it. I'm like, eat it if you feel like it. Don't eat if you're not hungry Mm -hmm. and um, listen to your body. Yeah. It's you're, you're giving them those tools at such a young age to, to be able to rely on, on their own choices. Well, well, so, so here, here's the, 
the moment that we've all been waiting for a drum roll. Like I have to leave here. Yeah. And I have considered moving my family down here this week. (laughs) A lot of our guests do. (laughs) Um, Because this is a place that I've now felt successful. Yeah. And home is the place where I don't feel successful. Mm -hmm. Um, And there has been some, some takeaways for me. And, you know, a while back I heard uh, somebody talking about, and I'll try to summarize it really quick, but it was, it was the French cycling team and they got a new coach that came in and I guess his, his hope we had this elite team and they weren't winning. And so they said, Mm -hmm. you know, if we just did 1% improvement in every single area, then over the 20 or 30 different aspects of what we do, we would see a 30% improvement. Mm. And so he was like, let's get 1% more comfortable pillows. Let's, Mm -hmm. let's get our cycling gear 1% better equipped and Mm -hmm. let's, let's up the nutrition 1%. Let's up, let's get up 1% earlier. Let's Mm. get 1% more sleep or, and I don't really know if those are, I'm just using an example. So it was this, I can't remember what it's called. I should have looked it up. It was like this um, concept of aggra- of accumulative gains or something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And so number one, I don't feel like I can leave here and, and be perfect. No, or pinpoint one thing. R- right, right. There won't be one. And, and I can't change everything about my life. Mm-hmm. I tell you what, every every New Year's Eve, every mm-hmm. birthday that I have, mm-hmm. I literally sit down and I just want to change every single thing about yeah. myself. Yeah. And that's pretty much failed for of, now 46 yeah, years. Yeah, you're not alone. Yeah. And so um, you have given me two really important pieces of advice that I intend to incorporate. Um with some realistic expectations. And mm-hmm. so, and maybe you're going, I've given you a lot of advice. So no, what I is it? it? I'm excited. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping it's to that. I'm hoping it's a certain two. Just kidding. So the first thing that you told me was a, a challenge or a suggestion. That's what we do here mm-hmm. at Light the Fight. We give ideas and suggestions. We mm-hmm. don't tell people what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, to move for at least 30 minutes every day. Yeah. And so go ahead and say what you told me, which was a comforting. As far as the 30 minutes? Yeah. Well, a lot of people have a belief that it has to be crazy and hard. And and I've been a victim of um, exercise. And I say that because we think more of something is better and oftentimes it can backfire and not be. And really all that is necessary is 30 minutes of activity um, is going to give you the health benefits that, you know, doctors are talking about. Mm-hmm. That's all that's really, really like, quote unquote, necessary. Um, because I have, I do have the belief that exercise has, has to, to be hard, hard and no. miserable. No. So coming in here and doing kickboxing, which I thought was super fun, mm-hmm. doing Zumba that I thought was super fun. Um, and even this treading class that we did that, that was a different way to do it. I loved it. Yeah. And, um, so I feel like if I'm being given permission by Michelle Kelsch Mm -hmm. that I don't have to be miserable, 
mm-hmm. then then maybe I can yeah. then I can move for thirty minutes a day and not yeah. be miserable. Yeah. Yeah, you can, and some people love it. And if they're into that at that time, that's great. I'm not saying, you know, for those who are that, hey, they shouldn't be working out so hard. I think it's great as long as you can balance everything else. Um, To me, it becomes a vicious cycle. Sometimes the harder we exercise, the more hungry we are and we, our diet suffers. So as long as you can meet your goals and feel good, but to me, the minimum is everybody, I don't care how busy you are, what you have going on, you can find 30 minutes to move. Yeah. So the second challenge that you gave me has to do with the nutrition. Mm-hmm. And um, this is something that the nutrition is is a struggle for me. And um, there's some people that have come and they've talked about that they want to eat tons and tons of food. And I just really want cookies. That's all I ask. That's all I ask for. Um, So one of the things that Michelle said, the challenge that she's given me as I've left the suggestion, is that I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner, plated, and balanced. So do you want to explain yeah. what that means? It's like a proud teacher. I feel so happy that you said the two things I, were, <laughs> I was hoping you were going to say. Um, I love it. And I do. I really, when it comes down to it, sometimes we miss the mark and we think, okay, I can't have flat white flour. I can't have sugar. I can't have all of these different things. And then we self-sabotage and and then that's all we want. And we just get so obsessed with the the all or nothing mentality and we're it's like hey I'm not even having breakfast (laughs) and (laughs) I'm not even having you know three balanced I'm not even sitting down to eat I'm grazing all day long I'm snacking all day long I'm eating in front of the couch I'm eating late hours at night and and I'm guilty of every single one of those (laughs) things just by the way I think a lot of people are and and it's okay but I think step one is those two things start with I'm gonna sit down and plate my food I mean I know it sounds silly but a lot I know it's tough for me I'll sit there and just pick and pick and pick before I'll have I'll maybe make I'll, I'll sometimes even make a plate and then I'll pick my kids food and then I'll pick I'll eat after as well and and then you've just consumed a, a lot more than we even really needed. So to actually plate your food, and when you said balance, we teach um, the balance plate method, which is a fourth of your plate, some type of protein, and I could elaborate on that, but, and of course, yeah, the healthier, sure, but it is what it is. If it's if it's steak, if it's um, tofu, if it's beans, if it, you know, some type of a protein source, um, I ate, you guys, I ate salmon for the first time yay. while I was here. <laughs> yes, it was a wonderful delicious. source of protein. Yeah. And, you know, that can evolve over time. You can start with something, but, you know, when you sit down at your plate, you can say, okay, is there a source of protein? Because I need protein for my bones and for my muscle. And protein is, uh, it, it it helps restore our muscles. You know, there's there's reasons why we have protein and carbohydrates and obviously veggies and the nutrients. So a fourth of your plate, um, and I guess I have to be really careful when I say a fourth of your plate, because it depends on the size of your plate. A smallish plate. A smallish, <laughs> a smallish plate, but really the size of your palm. Okay. The size of your palm or a deck of cards. Okay. And it's kind of a visual 
of the size that the portion size portion sizes are really what our problem is right um and then another fourth of your plate or the size of your fist so a half a cup of some type of carbohydrate or a slice of bread or and yes is a whole grain better than white if i mean i don't think we can argue that of course it is but is white would count as carbohydrates are they empty carbohydrates yes but it's still a carbohydrate and you'll get energy maybe no nutrients from it but it's a carbohydrate so you start with something and don't stress about the the details and it'll evolve and get better over time so a fourth of your plate protein a fourth of your plate carbohydrate and then we want to shoot for half of your plate some type of vegetables and or fruit ideally more vegetable than fruit um you know if at breakfast it's a fruit that's fine if at lunch it's all vegetables great you know if it's at dinner it's all vegetables or maybe you're you have a small piece of fruit and some vegetables that's fine too but you're looking at your plate and there's some type of vegetable ideally at every meal Again, breakfast is kind of the other exception, except for here. Man, I saw some serious veggies at, oh, bed, at breakfast. Veggies, yeah. I mean, you can add. I just think we have this, again, these beliefs. It, you have to open up and say like, oh, how can I add veggies? I might, one of my favorites is a um, sweet potato spiraled um, and you just saute it with a little bit of salt and so pepper good. with a runny egg on top. I mean, so you've got good. your veggies, you've got your protein, you can add some avocado, Fabulous, balanced, yummy, yeah. delicious. I mean, I look forward to that all the time. With your muffin, you know, that could be your carbohydrate. Where's your fat? And where's your, you know, do you want to add butter to it? That's totally fine. I mean, mm-hmm. add some butter, add some peanut butter to it. You can have a piece of fruit with it. You, you know, for your protein, you can have some nuts. I mean, it's so, just crazy how I have not felt hungry once. Yeah. And I have not snacked once. Yeah. And I have not eaten past. 630 yeah, which is still so good and I yeah. I really do contribute that to the fact that you're having a breakfast with some space in between so about four hours is what I shoot for some people three to five hours max in between your meals um, if you do have blood sugar issues and you can certainly t- I mean there there are individuals who feel like they need a snack but mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.